Wisconsin is the drunkest state in America once again. A drunk man attempted to steal Lenin's body from a mausoleum in Moscow, and a woman was arrested for twerking on an elderly man's casket at a funeral. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a gentleman inside a closet. Oh, thank you. Congratulations, Wisconsin is the drunkest state in America once again. Wisconsin kicking ass in the world of alcoholism. It is the drunkest state in America, according to research conducted by 24-7 Wall Street. They utilized data from country health rankings. Uh, 25% of Wisconsin adults drink heavily. We need to get the definition of heavily. Is that a six-pack? At least, I would say that's probably heavily drinking a six-pack. Maybe not to people in Wisconsin. Maybe half a keg is is where they begin their night. You guys want a pregame with a half a keg? Uh, 25% of adults drink heavily in Wisconsin, and that is 6% more than the national average. Uh, 35% of fatal car accidents are alcohol-related as well in Wisconsin. Congratulations. That that number is 9% higher than the national average. Wow. And when you think about how there's just not a lot of people in Wisconsin, right? I mean, you're out there in the middle of nowhere, these roads, you're, you're not, you know, you're not coming across so much traffic, I'd imagine. So, and you're still crashing into people. The only other car on the road that night and you had to hit it. I'm huh, Wisconsin. Uh, if you're curious as to which state came in second place. It's Iowa, where 24.6% of adults drink excessively. South Dakota, Montana, and North Dakota round out the top five spots. All these states are cold, I've noticed. That seems to be a a running theme. It's cold, nothing else to do but drink. I'd imagine Alaska's got to be up there, right? Who can beat Wisconsin, though? 25.2%. And uh, they are the two-time consecutive alcoholic MVP. Uh, Wisconsin is known for exporting uh, cheese, cows, serial killers, and uh, alcoholics, apparently. All right, now you're probably curious, which states drink the least? Which states are the most behaved, or you could say least fun? Uh, Although some states are more skewing towards the marijuana usage rather than the alcohol. That's been a trend lately. I noticed this in my state of California here. More people are smoking than drinking. They're swapping it out. Uh, And as a result, uh, probably fewer drunk drivers out here on the streets here. A lot of high drivers, though, which means they're not driving anywhere near the speed limit. Not that you can't even get up to the speed limit in LA. Have you seen the traffic here? Pretty horrible. Okay, so given their more stringent laws on alcohol consumption, it should come as no surprise that the state of Utah is the least drunk state in America, with only 11.9% of adults reporting excessive drinking. Yeah, that's no surprise. I don't even think you can get alcohol on a Sunday in Utah. Isn't that correct? They're really strict about that stuff. Uh says here, Oklahoma, Alabama, West Virginia, Mississippi, and Arkansas round out the states that are considered the least drunk. Wow, really? Alabama? I find that hard to believe. Oh, yeah, they're doing meth. They're, that's the thing. They're doing meth over there. So <laughs> and no time for drinking. And in case you're wondering, that is the reason that Florida isn't on the drunkest state list, because you would think that Florida would be in the top five. But no, 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 no. 
They're too busy doing, um, what is it, bath salts? What makes you eat your neighbor's cheek off? A drunk Russian man attempted to steal Lenin's embalmed body from a mausoleum. A Moscow resident was detained after he hopped a fence and approached the doors of the mausoleum and tried to open them. The mausoleum contained the embalmed body of Vladimir Lenin. I uh, wonder why this guy wanted Lenin's body. Does he have some sort of dead revolutionary fetish? Let's keep reading. Now, he tried to pry open the mausoleum doors, but was thankfully stopped by the security guards. And after being taken to a police station, he allegedly said that he wanted to steal the body of the founder of the Soviet Union. Here's a quote from one of the police officers. The man behaved strangely. The man said something awkward. Later admitted he wanted to steal Lenin's body. Well, that was a pretty half-assed Russian accent. Let me try again here. The man behaved strangely, said something awkward. Later admit he won't steal Lenin's body. It gets a little better. Uh, I'm not a one-take wonder all the time. The doctors were summoned to conduct a medical health check on the man. Uh, according to the media, the man could not remember or explain why exactly he wanted to steal Lenin's body. How strange. Well, you know... Copious amounts of vodka make you do strange things. Sometimes you just want to kiss the ugly person at the bar. Other times you want to steal the body of famous people. It was established that the detainee worked as a furniture assembler and after divorcing his wife five years ago had become addicted to alcohol. So sad. According to one report, the man recalled drinking alcohol on Serskaya Sir Street in Moscow but had no recollection of what happened after that. This is one of those stories that if you, you know, your friends told you this the next day after you blacked out, how would you even believe it? You know, you have that embarrassing slash enlightening moment the next day with all your friends like, yo, bro, you were so wasted last night. Do you remember what you did? You're like, no, what, what, what did I do? What did I do? Did I, did I shart at the party? Did I shart myself again? No, worse, bro. Worse than a shart. You tried to uh, break into a cemetery and steal Ronald Reagan's body. Very odd, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Now, just to round this story out with some legit information, the mausoleum of the communist theorist Lenin, who died in 1924, was considered a very important site during Soviet times, with millions of people visiting the memorial annually. After the collapse of the Soviet Union, however, there were attempts to bury Lenin in a normal grave, but the plans were never realized. Well, it sounds to me like you need to keep him in a more guarded grave rather than a normal grave. Because if this was a normal grave, the guy probably could have got access to the body because all you really need is a shovel, right, for a normal grave. I think you need him behind walls and fences. Mausoleum seems right for this. I mean, they're going to keep him there now for sure. Yay! A woman was arrested for twerking on a casket at a funeral, keeping with the theme of desecrating the dead. The story is out of Atlanta. It was a grim ending to an already emotional day for the family of 87-year-old Henry Williams, who was being laid to rest at Atlanta's Meadow Valley Funeral Home. The Georgia family was saying goodbye to their dearly departed as the pallbearers carried the casket to the hearse. It was at that moment that their day of mourning was forever destroyed by an uninvited woman. 24-year-old Leshaniqua Walker, who claims she had a relationship with the deceased man, Mr. Henry Williams, we have a play-by-play -play from one of the pallbearers who recalls this tragic incident. 
well, we were carrying the casket out of the funeral home to the hearse when all of a sudden this girl in booty shorts and high heels runs over, jumped in between the hearse and the casket. She squatted down. She put her hands on her knees and her backside was bouncing up and down, up and down. She started bouncing on the casket, crying, this is for you, daddy. This is for you, daddy. Just how you like it, daddy. And, you know, two of my brothers who were holding the casket up front tried to push her away. And that's when the casket slipped out of their hands, unfortunately. According to the family, when the casket hit the ground, Henry Williams fell out onto the pavement. That's when Leshaniqua Walker jumped on top of Williams' dead body with one leg on each side and began twerking to Don't Drop That Thun Thun by Fanatics. That's a song that was playing on her cell phone. Now, uh, I admit I've never heard Don't Drop That Thun Thun. I, I don't know what a Thun Thun is. Uh, it, it's, maybe it's a casket. Maybe it's Don't Drop That Casket. Too late, it dropped. And then uh, she was twerking to the song on her f- cell phone. Horrible scene. The family was able to quickly restrain her and pull her off the old man, who she refers to as Daddy, clearly. Police arrived within minutes, taking her into custody. According to the report, Walker stated that her and the deceased elderly man were in a secret relationship for over two years. Walker said that Williams, the deceased, nicknamed her Brown Sugar and paid her to twerk on him every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday night in a private room at the nursing home. Does the nursing home know this is going on? I mean, I imagine a lot of... Other residents of the nursing home on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday heard Don't Drop That Thun Thun coming from his room. Now, the family of Henry Williams refuses to believe this woman's story about the twerking history, even though the police confirmed that she visited the nursing home numerous times over the last two years, according to the records. Uh, If I was to guess, um, Henry would want to, he would want this at his funeral then, you know, um, a little twerking on your body. After all is said and done from someone who gives a damn about you, you know, I would like this as well. Anyone who's ever twerked on me when I die, you come to my funeral. You twerk on me one more time if you feel like you have to. I'm, just the idea of it makes me feel great. You know, I want my funeral to be fun. I want some th- some uh, dropping it to the thun thun at my funeral, please, if you could. With the R&B music in the background as well going on with the thun thun uh, thun thun thing. But a twerking to the thun thun. I don't even. I need to hear this song to be honest with you. Yay! Well, hello, my little lovelies. Thanks for spending some time with the Weird AF News podcast. It's one of a gazillion podcasts out there, so I really, really appreciate it. This is your humble host just trying out an accent here. I'm always trying to work on my accents because they're terrible. They're very terrible. And I'm, if I'm ever going to get out of this closet, I need to improve in all aspects of my performance. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining me. Just want to say uh, that I was thrilled that I got so many messages and, uh, and someone even joined the Patreon. So I'm like very humble and grateful. For Kimberly Steiner, for joining the Patreon, for becoming a patron of the arts. Kimberly Steiner, big shout out to Kimberly for showing support and love for the Weird AF News podcast. Thank you so much, Kimberly. Please enjoy the extra Weird AF content in the Patreon. You guys can join the Patreon like Kimberly by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or the website weirdafnews.com. 
click on the Patreon banner right there. Super easy. Uh, you don't have to do anything to help the show. If you, if you don't have any extra cash, it's totally fine. Tell a friend. doesn't cost a damn thing. Uh, if you want to help me out tomorrow, it's going to be Florida Friday. So you can feel free to send me any Florida news that you come across. Uh, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can do that. And uh, we'll try and piece together a quality Florida Friday episode, as I usually do. They're not all winners, guys. But then again, this podcast is free. Hi, Jonesy. It's Terry from Philly. Hope you're doing well. I haven't called in a while. I haven't really listened in a while either. Long story. Um, I just listened to your Tuesday episode about the Dr. Saunders. That mother effing mother... That is not okay. And let I wanted to use this opportunity to say that um, this is a reason that we need to talk to our children about sexual appropriateness, sexual stuff from adults to children more often, more um, aggressively, I guess. But March and April are um, important months. March is Women's History Month, but also in April, that is the um, the Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Please, let's get the conversations going. The only way we can make this end sexual assault against anybody is conversation. So to bring no more, we have to talk so much more to our boys as well. This happens to boys, girls, men, women, all shapes and sizes, all gender identifications, all whatever. The conversation needs to be loud, it needs to be proud, it needs to be often, and it needs to be started now. No more Dr. Saunders. No more victims. No more assault. Thank you. Sorry, I want I got all heavy, but it's important. It's something important that we all need to talk about. This is a conversation men need to have with men, women need to have with men, women need to have with women, yada, yada. All right. Love you, weirdos. Have a good day. Bye. Hi, Jonesy. It's Connie in Cedartown, Georgia. And I was calling about, well, a couple things in your recent podcast. And one of them was your Valentine's Day when you mentioned a, um, one of the Journey songs you liked. It was a romantic song. And the only one I could think of is one by heart called What About Love? I think that's my favorite romantic song. Usually most of the others are too mushy and what like I call just, you know, pure tree sap. So... Most of the time, I don't listen to slow songs because they're usually not that good. And then you mentioned the band on Red Shoes at a club called Hillary's in Australia. I've got red sneakers, but I'm not a bad person. So does that mean if I go over there to Perth that they would 
throw me out of that knot club. That's so weird. <laughs> about, they're just red sneakers. That doesn't make me a bad person, I don't think. I mean, I've got a red jacket, too. I could just go all out, <laughs> see what they do. I kind of want to now, <laughs> just to see what they would do. And then you mentioned yesterday's best cars to have sex in. Well, the ones you mentioned that were on the list, the top ten, I didn't agree with. I mean, I guess they could be, but I don't know. Well, it's Caprice Classic, the Chevy Caprice Classic. My first serious boyfriend, that's the car that his parents have, and he would drive it. And, uh, yeah, that worked. His his grandfather had a Cadillac DeVille, which that was very comfortable. And then one of my other boyfriends had a Jaguar, and I have to say that worked out pretty good too. Very comfortable. So that's my top three anyway, but the Chevy was the, well, yeah, that was the, the better one. Well, the, the Cadillac too. Yeah, it's a tie for first and second, but anyway, so I'd throw that out there. So I hope all of y'all have a great weekend and happy Florida Friday. Um, I'm looking forward to the podcast. You haven't put it out yet, so I can't wait. I'm kind of anxious. It's been a heck of a Friday, so I need a good laugh. So everybody have a good weekend. I love y'all. Love you too, Jonesy. And I'll talk to you later. Bye, y'all.